It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McColeBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much, Marcus. Before we get any further, we have to solve one burning question that I'm sure all of our listeners have. Which is better, Western or Eastern Pennsylvania? So I was thinking about this question actually before we were starting this. So can I just explain this to the listeners for a quick? <laughs> yes, because I, I I have very little knowledge, but I'm very interested to know more about this 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 rivalry that exists. Yeah, so I consider everything Pittsburgh into the West Western PA, and then everything obviously to the East Eastern PA. Uh, us Westerners, we, we've got this like grizzled nature about us we, we really have nothing going on it snows 10 you know 10 months out of the year so we have nothing better to do than sit around and play chess so i'm not surprised that ben denucci <laughs> beat micah parsons that's what i would say and and and, and, and grizzled is self-described i like that and, and I, I i bet you're more handsome in western pennsylvania too is that the case uh no we put french fries on our on our salads and on our sandwiches oh, and call it a vegetable oh, so well, that's, that's what you mean by grizzled okay i thought you were going the well, other look, way well look i would say mike mccarthy was in like the 99th percentile in shape gotcha. in, Pen- in pennsylvania oh, that wow. makes sense gotcha okay now now i'm more getting a it's more clear p- picture on exactly what we're talking about now that's well that was an excellent insight into uh pennsylvania yes. uh, rivalry that was that was yes. a really great moment uh, basically Eastern, uh, Pennsylvanians are just New Yorkers that are disguised as that. So, uh, we'll talk about it on a different show, but all right, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the big winners and losers of hard knocks lane. And I- I'll start, yeah. um, you might be able to see, but the Jersey I have on actually, you might not be able to see it. It's a, it's an 88 Jersey. Oh it's, yes. Yes. Um, we know CD lamb, obviously a star. He mentioned all the great 88s that he wants to be like, right. Uh, yeah. He did not mention the actual 88 whose jersey I'm wearing right now, Antonio Bryant. But uh, oh wow, I was going to say <laughs> which one did they miss? And this apparently, an, I missed Antonio Bryant. Yeah, this which, is an Antonio Bryant jersey, by the way. You never know. Uh, he was the star of the show for a couple of different reasons, right? I, he had some incredible catches. Uh, I just think he, he came off really well with his personality, and on top of that. He's a candle lover, just like me, right? So yeah. I, I'm a big candle guy. So CD Lamp being a candle guy is, is the reason why he's the biggest winner for me. Yeah, he's high on smells. So I was hoping that that jersey is not like game worn or otherwise uh, he may not be a fan. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny, man. I, I did not see the candles thing coming. I mean, not that, I mean, you know. Are you a candle guy? 
I, I enjoy candles absolutely. Okay. So so I I'm I, I, I'm glad that he's I'm part of the club with CD about uh, being fans of candles. I guess mm-hmm. if that's a, a, a elusive club. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was. It's really great. You know, the, the the best thing about all this, and we're gonna just harp on this a lot, I would assume. But the best thing about all this is is just getting to see these guys' personalities that we you know that are in just that that kind of next level of of of, of peeling the onion. And you know, it's different when they're in front of reporters and getting yeah. asked questions, yeah. but seeing him like kind of present himself and, and, and like in, be, you know, putting himself out there as a smells guy, which was, I thought was just a very funny well, I way just, of framing that. He's 22 years old. He recognizes how important it is to smell good. Right. Like most, yeah. I would say most men in their early twenties do not have this ability. Right. I would say definitely most men on that team probably don't. <laughs> I mean, just judging by what happened with Zeke in the, well, I was going to say that another big winner of the show, uh, baby powder, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke's definitely got some sort of, uh, 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 like, you know, promotional deal coming up pretty soon. Oh yeah. Gold yeah. bond or something like that. So, yeah. uh, expect that in the future i would say yeah good for good for zeke and his baby powder um good first the nooch you know that was that I, that's what i thought the title of uh, this this whole episode was should, should we know? call the podcast gooch versus the nooch <laughs> that, i mean i don't know how we can now for sure <laughs> oh my goodness all right let's talk about some other winners i i think azur kamara has to be yeah. one of the bigger winners in this podcast right yeah, that was great, man. I mean, that was yeah. just really awesome to kind of, it's, you know, again. It's, it's why we have hard knocks, right, for stories yeah. like this. Absolutely. And just to, to see, you know, look, I didn't know any of that about, about his story. I mean. No, neither did and, I. And to see his family and to see, like, what, what they have been through and, and, and kind of his struggle. I mean, it, it, really what it does is it puts it in perspective. We comment on this team all the time and we talk about these players and their performance. And, and you know, sometimes it's easy, especially online, when we talk about these guys to forget that they're human beings that, mm-hmm. that like are just trying to chase a dream. So it, it's really great reminder to see these guys and their family and, and, and kind of what they're playing for. And, and it's just, it kind of helps humanize and really makes it easier for them, for you to root for them. And it's great to see that kind of thing. How cool was it that Kamara's family got to be at the game where he, you know, played a lot of snaps. He actually had a big yeah. play late in that game. As they showed uh, his mom was just smiling ear to ear. I, I that was probably my favorite moment of hard knock so far. I mean, I don't know how they're going to be able to top that. Not, not to play, not to play the cynical angle of it, but how excited do you think the hard knocks group was after getting all that footage and dealing with his family, like to see him get a sack, you know, just, yeah, it's like, you know, too, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, it really was, it played out perfectly for the cameras and, and it was great, such a great story of course. But uh, yeah, that was really awesome just to mm-hmm. kind of see. And, and once I realized that they were going into the game after talking about that, I was like, man, that, this is really perfect, perfect because of how he performed. Yeah. Yeah, and he's actually somebody who I thought played just much better than he did in the first yeah. preseason game. Like you can tell that he is still really raw, and he's still yeah. so undersized. And they talked about it, but I do think he's somebody that you know maybe you stick on the practice squad for another year if he could put on 10, 15 pounds of muscle. He certainly has a frame to do it. Like he is long, so I, he's just an interesting, an interesting person. A great, you know, I, I think his character is fantastic, and it was a great storyline uh, from the group at Hard Knocks. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of the action on bet online before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, let's uh, let's give us some more winners and losers. What you got? Oh, man. Uh, well, if we're just doing strictly winners and losers, I, I have to add one winner and one loser, one winner being uh, Lael Collins and one loser being Dak Prescott. Oh, um, just, oh by, man. just by simply the the the, the end of the uh, episode that like that roasting. One. That was that was like, I think yeah, we saw a clip of that. But just to kind of catch that uh, at the end of the episode, uh, you know, it's really funny knowing like how close those two are. Just watching the watching them kind of roast each other, it was really really funny. And I you know, I forget you know, obviously we all know that Lale's an LSU guy, and we know the history with Dak and Mississippi mm-hmm. State. But but it, it, you forget that Dak wanted to go to Louisiana State at one mm-hmm. point because he was a Louisiana guy. And and, and uh, how I, I wonder how much LC holds that over his head when when they. Oh, talk I'm sure it. he brings it up all the time. Yeah, right? well, I, he just needles him all the time about it, and Dak has to just sit there and take it. I I think it's phenomenal. No, it's um, hilarious. Uh, another winner, winner, it's odd and dirty. I believe is how you pronounce yeah. this correct term, yeah. right? Uh, the I Cowboys so. defensive line coach uh, seems like he's a really good teacher. It seems like the players have a lot of fun, kind of busting his balls a little bit, right? Uh, you know, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think he's a lot of fun. I, I think his personality really showed well in this show. I mean, he just he is like a caricature of what I imagined a British football coach looking. Yeah, like. exactly. It was, it was so funny. Cause it, yeah, his voice is just right on, on cue and, and, and just the accent really hits and just the phrasing and the, and, and did and you like Jerry's euphemism virtual? Uh, yes. Well. Yes. All beating on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, that was hilarious. It, 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 I, I, my favorite was, what was, what was the phrase? Don't don't chase the edges, Bashy. Don't chase he's the bashy, edges. Bashy. <laughs> bashy. <laughs> he's talking about he's calling him Bashy. I thought that was hilarious. That was really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that that was really really funny. Uh, he was definitely he came off as very likable. I was and I was really fascinated because I mean, you and I, I I'm assuming maybe more than other people, but I, I, been following his career a little bit mm-hmm. all the way from Eddie Abafi, with like who had uh, been on the Cowboys practice squad for a while. Mm-hmm. He was the scout that found him for the Cowboys in, in when he was. Uh, uh, kind of just like a, I don't even know what he was doing. But I guess he was an intern for the Cowboys. Was, uh, yeah, he was an intern. Time. You saw him, you know, catching uh, pa- practice passes from Jason Garrett, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so we've heard about him in one frame or another, you know, mm-hmm. for quite a while now. And then when he became defensive line coach, it, it was really kind of just, wow, that's amazing that he's made it all the way back up here. Uh, so to get that insight there was really cool. Just kind of after hearing his name in the background for, for several years now. I, I thought he that was a really good storyline. Um, another one. Micah Parsons. I just love how this guy does not want to come out of the game, right? He's just fun to watch, man. Yeah. He's just, I mean, fun to watch on the field and fun to watch in the show. He's just, he's just, and his mother, you know, he gets all, he gets all of that from his mom. It, oh yeah. Clearly, it tell. clearly shows, yeah. you know, it's, and it, I, I thought the best part, well, one of the better lines was him, uh, to Henderson uh, when they were, when they were doing the, the Rams practice. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, yeah. they effed up by sending you trying to block me, man. And Henderson was like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, was, yeah he knows. Man. Uh, awesome. Parsons is really fine. He just has a, he, he's a so ferocious linebacker who's kind of soft-spoken, mm-hmm. right? He, yeah. he seems like he's very much still a kid, right? Like 
he just wants to be out there and play. He doesn't really care about anything else. It's all he, all he wants to do. Uh, I, this is I thought, all shucks. He, even when even when he was getting beaten chess, it was just like he's. Oh, I just, I, yeah, he my favorite me. line of the whole hard knocks: "You're not better than me. Or you're, 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 you're not good. You're not good." You're not good. You're not good. You're not good. I said, "Man, that reminded me a lot of my friends playing video games." It's like, yeah, you yeah. won, but you're still not good, right? You're not good, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm still not impressed, and that's like the ultimate. I don't care, yeah. you know. It's yeah. Like, I, I wrote down in my notes that I thought that Zeke is like a, a Muppet monster. Like you, you know, remember like in the yeah, like yeah, Sesame yeah. Street, that, that's what he acts like. And then, you know, at yeah. times he looks like he's just such a goofball. Uh, and, and it's just, it's hilarious to kind of watch him, you know, doing like from the talcum powder thing to the chewing on sunflower seeds to yeah. like him yeah. freaking out about uh, Reggie, uh, Reggie Davis's uh, hurdle. Yeah. Uh, it's just hilarious to watch him, frankly. Uh, another winner. If you only watch this episode of Hard Knocks, you might think Ben DiNucci is the next Tony Romo, right? Like oh, they were man. really yeah. going for that angle of, hey, yeah. DiNucci leads the touchdown drive, leading a comeback win, potentially looking good in practice, throwing spirals. Uh, that that DiNucci came out well. Yeah, he had that little, little kind of montage. Do that, cadence yeah. Beat. That cadence beat was really cool. Like the yeah, way that they were yeah. doing the. And I, I def, if you think I didn't screen grab all those uh, the screen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> those slides about cadence, so I could read them later, I definitely did. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that was uh, was was interesting, and it's kind of funny because you know, we hear so much. You know, back to the kind of football side of things. You know, we hear so much about. Uh, them working on cadence and, and and really focusing on it. And you think about how great, you know, specifically Aaron Rodgers has been gotten over the years uh, under Mike McCarthy, you know, with his cadence. Uh, so this emphasis on cadence and, and mm-hmm. then kind of seeing them and put it in play, it just reminds you that like, that's one of the things that they really are focused on. Uh, that's, that's a little bit different that we didn't really see a, a heavy focus on as, as much as we could tell from the, from the Garrett administration. So we are two episodes in Landon and we really haven't got any Jalen Smith stuff. Is that surprising? Yeah, to you? It is surprising. You know, I, I don't know if like, look, I mean, clearly out on the field, there is this, uh, you know, uh, push to try to, kind of we've been hearing a little bit more lately it's more about 42 and 11 maybe Mm -hmm. you know a little bit maybe even less about Leighton van der esch and definitely you know not a lot about jalen smith he's we're running with a lot of the twos at times and stuff and uh, so maybe part of that is also kind of a de-emphasis of him in this i don't know we'll see i mean he's definitely so flashy and and they're gonna try to promote him maybe 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 it'll happen but it's it, it is interesting that we just not even kind of really in the background very much, seen no, very much at Jalen. No, and I think when Hard Knocks was announced, I think a lot of people's biggest fear that this is going to turn into the Jalen show, right? Yeah, and he was going to be promoting stuff, and they were going to be going to the story back at Notre Dame and how his career's kind of gone. But and maybe it's coming. But yeah, we, I mean that certainly still could come for sure. But it, it hasn't seemed so like. Far. Yeah, I mean, like even to, like I think I remember seeing him in one conversation or maybe two with Parsons or something, but, but I mean, it really has not been focused on no. showing him a lot. No, I agree. Uh, let's take one more pr- quick break. So I can tell you guys about built bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code lock 15 and you will get 15% off your next box at builtbar.com. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, all right, Landon, the next winner that I had is Demarcus Lawrence. We didn't get a ton of Demarcus Lawrence, but uh, the reason I'm calling him a winner is whenever you have to take your family to the beach, that's exhausting. <laughs> and I, I'm sure you know this, right? Taking even one kid to the beach can be a, a miserable experience to take multiple, I believe three of them. Uh, props to Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, absolutely. That must have been worse than whatever, you know, he was going through on the band. Back surgery. Recover. Yeah, <laughs> or back surgery or whatever, uh, uh, trying to troll him. I, I per- have personal experience uh, getting your kid up and down the Oxnard uh, beach, uh, and it, it's uh, it, it, kudos to him, certainly. Actually, um, you know the yeah. thing that stood out to me? What's it's that? year eight for him. Like when they said that, it's like, yeah. oh, really? It's already it's... year eight for DeMarcus Lawrence? That seems crazy. I mean, he, you know, I think that's the thing is that with Crawford around – it's been creeping, right? Because they've been getting mm-hmm. old together. So, like Crawford's always been, or for at least for the last several years before he retired, was like kind of like the veteran of the group. Or at least there would be one or two other guys that were kind of his age or older, right? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly Crawford retires, and now D Law is like he's the he's the vet of the group, and, and by quite a bit. I mean, I, I mean, I, obviously Randy Gregory is is close to him, but but I mean that doesn't necessarily count considering how much. Yeah, more skins on the wall yep. D-Law has than anybody yep. else. So, yep. um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it is kind of interesting to see, like, you know, when they, when they mentioned that, that I was, I was like, it really, you know, made me think about by. how much time has just flown by doing this and, you know, and, and, and how long he's been doing it. It's, it was great to see like his family too, and that he was including them. Cause you know, we, we see that randomly uh, with some of these, that they interview the family together uh, and, and mm-hmm. they have such a great family. That was, that was awesome little you know, segment to see D-Law. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if we'll get a, a, a segment or a video or, you know, a, a scene next week where it's Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence kind of coming back from the PUP. I, I've got a feeling we're going to see both those guys some more. Um, a couple other moments that I really like. Carlos Watkins' son uh, yeah. doing the sled. That, that was pretty good. I, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. always fun when they when they get the video of the, the kids on the field, you know, just like, uh, you know, playing around and trying mm-hmm. to do football stuff, especially when they're young. It's just, you know. Again, it's just humanize the humanize these people. I mean, we talk about them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easy, it's easy to forget that they have families and, and lives and everything, and, and this just kind of shows you that. Which is so great. you sent me over some notes. Donovan Wilson being the the kind of the leader on the defense, right? The vocal leader. Yeah, that was funny. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Like we I, we don't, we don't see that as much, and 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 so it was kind of interesting to see that he was that guy because I I, I mm-hmm. didn't necessarily you know peg him as that kind of. Like that kind of guy, but I, but I also didn't, you know, have, didn't have very much of, a, of an opinion on what his personality is. It's just great to see yeah, guys yeah. stand out in different personality ways. You know, um, I would say that for Donovan Wilson, uh, did you see the corner route that Sean McEwen ran for the touchdown in the one-on-one drills where he beat him? I think it was Danucci throwing a ball in practice. I, listen, I saw it. That's all that matters. I, I will tweet out the video for other people. My guy, Sean McEwen making plays. Um, I, I think we should also finish up with, with Dak, right? Hmm. 
I kind of thought we were going to get more Dak info in this one, right? Like I thought they were either going to tell us how the MRI went or stuff. And all we got was the voiceover. He's been cleared to throw more. And they show us that one throwing session with the Mari Cooper. And that was basically it. Do you think they're just waiting for next week? Do you think they're waiting for uh, this week's preseason game? What do you think is going on there? I'm trying to remember. Did he have the MRI before the he had the game? he had the MRI was it Friday was it after? the fourth or fifth MRI that he had before the Cardinals game <laughs> he had this he had another MRI after the Cardinals game that's the way I think it played out so I wouldn't be surprised if that was like the opening the next one episode three yeah well right? and like remember this- there, there's going to be an episode after their preseason game you know this week so I'm guessing I, I've got a feeling that's going to be the big storyline right like ramping Probably. up getting ready for yeah. that part. Uh, so I think we'll see more deck. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode before we head out? Um, Seemed like oh, a slower I, episode, right? I I was actually going to say the opposite. I thought this, okay. I liked this one even better than the last one. I, I thought, I don't know. I just thought that there was more going on. I, I got to say, I love that Hard Knocks has injury music. Like the, like the, <laughs> that's Fox good. Yes. Music. I noticed that. Yes. I, 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 that was hilarious because I, I, who was that? Was it, was it Basham that got hurt? It was Basham I that think. sprained his ankle. Yeah. Yep. And, they, yep. and they had like the Hard Knocks theme, except in like a diminished key or something. It was, yeah, like, it's so good. It's so it was good. hilarious. So I thought, I just thought that I had to point that out. And, and then, uh, you know, we should finish with, the, with how they finish. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is that we're together and we're going to win. I like that. I it's locked on Cowboys motto locked right here. Cowboys yes. motto right there. Yeah. Uh, I also I gotta mention Dan Quinn getting really upset in the booth because they missed the Azur Kamara holding penalty. I, I yeah, like that. Man, that was man. good. Can't repeat coach what he said. Co- coach, coach is being pre- pretending to be mad at, at losing preseason games. Is uh, yes. Although I don't know if general. Dan Quinn was pretending to be mad. Dan Quinn didn't seem like he was mad. No, I think <laughs> he, he actually... might have actually been mad. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back on Thursday. Uh, we'll be, I think, maybe doing some Twitter questions, looking at some practice stuff. Friday, we'll prepare for the Cowboys' third, uh, or excuse me, yeah, third preseason game. Third, yeah. Getting all these preseason games mixed up. I, I keep, keep forgetting that they have they're one more than everybody together. else. All blended together. Uh, we're getting close to the season, though. We're, we're still working out all the kinks on this show. So uh, make sure you follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show, at Cowboys. Again, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll see you guys later. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.